Why do men hate church? Hello and welcome to Guy Talk. Today, we're going to talk about why men hate church. I know, I know what many of you are saying. I don't hate church. My man does not hate church. Before you turn off the podcast, you got to hear me out. The stats on men and church are pretty overwhelming. In fact, this Sunday, 25% of married church-going women will attend worship without their husbands. The modern church is an army of women led by a few male generals. You may be thinking, church is a woman's thing? Isn't church male-dominated? If you're speaking about pastors and priests and rabbis, then yes, the church is male-dominated. The governing boards of churches also tend to be men only, but almost every other area of church life is dominated by women, armies of women. The typical U.S. congregation draws an adult crowd of 61% females and only 39% males. 75% of all the people that come to church and volunteer, I want to serve here and I want to do this, women, only 25% are men. Fewer than 10% of churches can ever establish and maintain a vibrant men's ministry. In fact, tons of churches have everything going on really well. Men's ministry, non-existent. Why is that? Men are less likely to lead, less likely to volunteer, less likely to give in church. Statistics are overwhelming. On any given Sunday, 13 million more women then men will be in America's churches. Midweek activities often draw 70 to 80% women. The men aren't there. The majority of church employees that work there are women, except, of course, for the ordained clergy who are overwhelmingly males. More than 90% of Americans believe in God, and five out of six call themselves Christians. Do you realize that nearly 80% of people out there say they're a Christian, but only one out of six attend church on any given Sunday? The average man accepts the reality of Jesus Christ. Most men will tell you they accept the reality of Jesus, but they fail to see any value in going to church. In fact, Christian universities are becoming convents. The typical Christian college in the United States enrolls two women for every one man in there. And again, fewer than 10% of churches can maintain a men's ministry. Men tend to pray less. They share their faith less. They read the Bible less than women. The men who do go to church often seem passive and bored. Only 70% of the boys who are being raised in church, okay, over, excuse me, over 70% of all the boys being raised in church will abandon it during their teens and 20s. Many of these boys will never return. Author and researcher Leon Podols put it best, and I'll repeat, the modern church is an army of women led by a few male generals. When men do attend church, is there a positive impact when they go? Well, listen to this. 
If your young child gets invited to church, let's say by a neighbor, and your child goes to church and comes back all excited and says, Mom and Dad, church was great. We got to go. It's fantastic. There's a 9% chance that child's going to convince their parents to go to church. If that spouse or that mom gets invited by a neighbor or a friend to go to church and she goes and gets all excited and comes back and says, Honey, church was amazing. I've never seen a church like this. It's awesome. There's only a 17% chance that that wife is going to be able to convince the rest of the family to go to church. But when a dad gets invited by a neighbor or a friend or whoever, a colleague at work, to go to church and he goes, he comes back and tells the family, there's a 93% chance that family's going to church. The impact of men and church is amazing. It's absolutely off the chain. The presence of enthusiastic men is one of the surest predictors of church health and growth and giving and expansion. When you've got a bunch of enthusiastic men involved in the mission of the church, great things happen. It moves people out of poverty. It's also correlated with less depression, more self-esteem, and greater family and marital happiness. That's right. Marriages are better when couples go to church. Religious participation leads men to become more engaged as husbands and fathers. Teens with religious fathers are more likely to say they enjoy spending time with their dad and that they admire him. A huge study out of Hartford Seminary found that the presence of involved men was was statistically correlated with church growth, with church health, and harmony. Meanwhile, a lack of male participation in church is strongly associated with church decline. If your church does not have a large group of enthusiastic, strong men, your church is probably in decline. So, yes, men, go to church. It has a huge positive impact. So why don't more men go to church? Well, David Murrow, director of Church for Men, said it this way. His story goes like this. My faith in Christ was hanging by a thread. I loved God, but I hated going to church. Sunday morning would find my body in the pews, but my heart was elsewhere. I was so desperate, I began exploring alternative religions, including Islam. Oh, did I mention I was an elder in my church? I was not alone. The truth is, a lot of faithful church-going men are not all that excited come Sunday morning. Quite a few attend out of habit or to simply keep their wives happy. I know. Don't poke your husband if you're watching this together. Why are men so bored in our churches? Of course, there are hypocrites. But even men who are born-again, spirit-filled, long-time Christian guys are clamming up and dropping out. What is going on? I decided to do research, and here's what I found. David Murrow says, Many American churches have become feminized. They don't appeal to men. The local church is perfectly designed to reach women and older folks. That's why our pews are filled with them. 
But this church system offers little to stir the masculine heart. So men find it dull and irrelevant. The more masculine the man, the more likely he is to dislike church. Men and young adults are drawn to risk, challenge, and adventure. But these things are discouraged in the local church. Instead, most congregations offer a safe, nurturing community, an oasis of stability and predictability. Studies show that women and seniors gravitate toward these things. Christians were not supposed to like sex, tobacco, dancing, or other worldly pleasures. The godly were always calm, polite, and sociable. Those of us who grew up in church hardly notice it. We can't even imagine things being any other way. But consider this. A male visitor detects the feminine spirit the moment he walks in the sanctuary door. It's hard for a man to be real in church because he must squeeze himself into the, this feminine religious mold. Some guys are happy with church, just as it is, and see no need for change. But try to see church through the eyes and lens of a typical guy. It's intimidating for a man to hold hands in a circle, to cry in public, or to imagine falling deeply in love with another man, even if his name is Jesus. 90% of American men believe in God, yet only one in six can be found in church on any given Sunday. Those men who do show up often seem, again, passive, bored, or out of place. Here's Steve's experience. My wife, Laura, loves church, but it just doesn't work for me, he says. The whole feel of it just doesn't connect. Men avoid any behavior or venue that might call their manhood into question. For example, men don't go to baby showers, fabric stores, or even like chick flicks. Men believe deep in their hearts that church is a woman's thing. We gather, we worship, we love each other, we sing, we instruct children, we comfort the hurting. This lineup is both beneficial and biblical, but these things alone will not galvanize your men. Why not? Well, John Eldred said it best when he said, men are typically wild at heart. Though men see the goodness of the Christian faith, they are not swept up in it because church life tends to be too soft and sweet. The cautious, sensitive culture of today's church fails to match the adventurous spirit found in most of the men. Every Sunday, without even realizing, we send subtle signals to the guys. You're in feminine territory. The signal starts in Sunday school. Think of the pictures of Jesus you saw as a child. Didn't they suggest a tender, sweet man in a shining white dress? As our boys grow up, whom will they choose as a role model? Gentle Jesus, meek and mild, or the rock, the action hero? The irony here is that the real Jesus is the ultimate hero, bold and courageous as any man alive. But we've turned him into a wimp. There are signals in the sanctuary as well. Let's say a common working stiff named Nick visits your church. What's the first thing Nick sees? Fresh flowers on the altar. Soft, cushiony pews with boxes of Kleenex underneath. Honestly, how do we expect Nick to connect with God in a space that feels so feminine? Nick looks around at other men. Some are obviously there against their will, dragged by a wife or, or a mother, often are softies. The signals keep coming during the service. Nick may be asked to hold hands with his neighbor. Then Nick will have his male attention span put to the test by a monologue sermon. 
when the torture test is finally over, Nick is invited to have a personal relationship with Jesus. Let's spend a moment on that one. A personal relationship with Jesus? That phrase never appears in the Bible, yet in the past 50 years, it's become the number one way the church describes the Christian walk. Let's say Lenny approaches Nick and says, Nick, would you like to have a personal relationship with me? Yuck. Men don't talk or think like this. We've wrapped the gospel in this man-repellent package. The signals keep coming. Nick comes alive when he's outdoors. But 99% of church takes place indoors. Nick was never much of a student. But taking classes, reading the Bible, and studying books are presented as cornerstones of a living faith. He lacks the verbal skills to pray out loud or to sit in a circle and share his feelings. Let's say Nick makes it through this minefield and decides to volunteer. The typical church needs people to care for the infants, to teach children and the youth, to sing, to cook meals, to serve on committees, and to usher. Given that list, where do you think Nick will sign up? Men want to serve God, but many feel ill-prepared or even emasculated by the ministry opportunities we offer them. The bottom line is that today's church is no longer designed to what Jesus did, to do what Jesus did, reach men with the good news. To borrow a term from advertising, women are the target audience of the modern church. The feminine atmosphere in our churches causes women to feel loved and nurtured, but men to feel hesitant and restrained. The only men who can function in this feminine milieu are those who happen to be particularly sensitive, verbal, dutiful, or studious. The more masculine the man, the more alienated he feels in the modern congregation. Odds are that your church has a gender gap. Why should you care? If you do nothing, your congregation will be dead in 30 years. The research is clear. The bigger your man shortage, the more likely your church is in decline. The denominations with the largest gender gaps are also those that are losing the most members. Look at the evidence. Mainline churches suffer huge gender gaps, and they're losing tens of thousands of members every year. Meanwhile, non-denominational megachurches are growing the fastest, and they are also the most likely to attract men. The presence of enthusiastic male worshipers is statistically associated with congregational growth, congregational health, unity in the church, increased giving, and the retention of young men and women. According to a study from Hartford Seminary, a gender-balanced congregation are three times likely to grow as female-dominated churches. Jesus showed us how to grow a healthy church. Focus on men first. Christ loved women and children, but he spent most of his time and energy developing a handful of men. He knew a truth that we've forgotten. If you transform men, you transform the family, the community, and the society. Draw a man to church, and you often get the family. You see, it's obvious. It is very beneficial for men to go to church. We need to make church more attractive so men look forward to going. It shouldn't feel like a burden to go to church. Men, you shouldn't wake up on Sunday morning and have to manufacture the energy to go to church. It should naturally happen and be excited about going. I'm looking forward to spending some time on future episodes 
discussing the solutions to this problem. So what do you think? Have I triggered you on this one? Are you upset? By the way, ladies, be careful. Remember, you're coming from a female perspective if you're getting upset with me right now. Look around in church this weekend or the next time you go. Pick out a section and count the number of females versus the number of males. See if I'm right. We've got to solve this problem. All the problems in the world are solved with men. We have to solve it. So I want you to come back and hear the solutions to all of this. Looking forward to your comments in the comments section.